Yes, I've got it. We are on Memdal and Amidbeis. We're still in the middle of the sugya of nutrition advice. It's not a sugya of refuas, it's a sugya of nutrition <coughs> advice. We are, we are, um, I would say about 10, 15 lines from the bottom of Memdal and Amidbeis. Last couple words on the Amud, on the line, Kruv Lamazin. So the next area of advice in that Bryce was Kruv Lamazin. Cabbage is nutritious, and that's actually how we got into this because Rikiva said, even if he's eating a cooked vegetable and that's his meal, he should bench. So we asked, really, is, is a cooked vegetable ever a meal? We said, yeah, cabbage, because cabbage is Lamazin. Vitard Lerfua and beets are very healthy. I think they're discovering that nowadays. Kruvlamazin in Lerfuolai, you sound like you're, you're categorizing things. You said that cabbage is healthy. It's, uh, sorry, it's nutritious, but it's not curative. It's not a refua. Frank de Gemara, really? Vatanya. Learned in a brace. There are six cures that cure someone from his ailment, and this cure is a cure, as opposed to, for instance, when you take a painkiller, it doesn't really fix your foot, it just makes you not feel the pain. That's not a refua. It, it's, it's a, it, it takes away your chayli, but it's not a refua. These six things take away your illness, and it's a refua. Cabbage. So why did you like pigeonhole cabbage, why did you put it in a box and say it's only, it's only filling, it's only nutritious, it's also healthy. Now let's just finish the list. Tartan, beets, which that we concur. Mesisin is some type of cooked grass and you take the water after you cook the grass and you drink the water. Dvash, so if you keep the number six, something's got to go, so they take out dvash. Vikeva, if you eat a whole stomach, kishka, I, I firmly believed for years that Kishka was healthy. Vaharis is a um, placenta. Vieseris hakaved, the lobe of the liver. If you look at a liver, it's not just the liver, there's also a, a part that's attached to it that's called the liver lobe. And those six things are a cure. But the bottom line is, we find on that list, Krov. Samara says, Krov Okay, I'm sorry for boxing it in and saying Kruv is just filling. It's also healthy. Next thing you said, woe is to the stomach, that a turnip passes through it. Samara says, really? Turnip is that bad for you? Rava had standing instructions by his shamash, by his uh, gabay. Every day you're going to go out to get me lunch. You know my favorites, you know what I don't like. But one thing I can tell you is if there are ever turnips in the market, don't even ask me what I'm eating for lunch today. It's Pashad, we're eating turnips. Kichaz is lift the beshuke. When you see turnips in the shuk, lay tamely, do not even ask me, but my karchas rifta, with what am I going to wrap my bread? <laughs> Obviously, turnips. So how could Rava have, have such a standing order by his shamish if they're so bad for your stomach? Amrabaye, we're going to have three pshatim. The bottom line is, 
straight up raw turnips is what kills you. But turnips prepared with other foods or other ways are not so bad for you. So one answer is mibli basar. Yeah, bais is without meat. Straight turnips, gefel. Without meat, it's gefel. With meat, turnips, delicious. That's what Rava meant. Verava Amar, Rava himself said an answer, mibliyayin, without wine. If you cook them in wine, or maybe drink them with wine, if you have wine together with them, Yerash says if you drink wine afterwards, if you, if you wash it down with wine, the wine cures whatever is the problem with turnips, and then you get all the benefits. So apparently turnips tasted delicious, but they killed your stomach. But if you drink the wine, it made your stomach feel okay. Itmar, we tackle into the brice of Ravam or Mibliyayin, not a brice, Ravam or Mibliyayin, Mibliyayin, Rav said it's very bad for you with no meat. Shmuel Amar, Mibliyayin, Shmuel said it's very bad for you without wood. What does that mean? Aitzim is another way of saying you cook it a lot. Because if you have a pot on the fire, so you have a piece of wood there. If you put in 10 pieces of wood, then the fire is going to last for a very long time i.e. it's very good to eat turnips when they're cooked for a while. A lot of wood, a lot of cooking. Rabbi Yechon is that other sheet that said without wine it's terrible for you. In fact, Amalei Rava, Rava, who we know was a wine merchant, so he obviously, like we said before, took care of any issues with his turnips by drinking wine. He once asked Rav Papa, who was a beer merchant, and therefore did not have much access to wine. Amalei Ravalor of Papa Sudani, Rava asked of Papa the beer merchant, Anan Tavrinon lay, we break it, we break the nasty side of the turnip, Bibisr Vachamra, with meat or wine. Atun, you guys, Delenofish Luchamra, you don't have so much wine, Bimai Tavrisu. With what do you break it? With what do you break the power of the turnip? Amalei b'tzivi, with wood. Cooking it a lot. Giha, devisudur of Papa, in fact, of Papa's wife, after she cooked the turnip once, tavrula, she broke it, she broke the power of the turnip, betamnin oife parsaisa, with eight cuts of wood. She would take, you know those things they sell firewood for sale? She would take eight of those and one after another burn the fire under the pot and would cook for that long. That's how good she cooked the turnip and then the turnip was healthy and that's how they're able to enjoy the turnip which otherwise it says woe is to the stomach that the turnip passes through. Tanra Bonham, more health advice. Dog cut maliach, a small salted fish Salting a fish extracts toxins. And we know that so when you salt something, it, it brings out what's inside. Like that's where we salt meat, it brings out the blood. These small fish have toxins. And when you do the salt, it extracts the toxins. At different steps in the extraction process, the toxins are more apparent, and therefore it's deadly. The pomim. Sometimes you mamus, it can kill you. Beshiva, seven days after salting. It's very toxic. Shivasar, 17 days after salting, it can be very toxic. And Basar Meshiva, 27 days after salting, it can be very toxic. But Amrila, 
Some say 23 days after salting. By the way, this is only if it's cooked and not cooked. If it's very, very undercooked. If this small fish is cooked well, even if it's salted, less lun ba, you don't have to worry about it. And even if it's not cooked well, we never said that it's dangerous. If you didn't chase it with beer. But if you drank after it beer, if you chased it with beer, less lan ba, there is nothing wrong with it. Okay. Now we finish the after you after you eat the fish, you, you drink you drink I see you're not a high school guy. Um, when you drink another drink after another drink, it's called a chaser. So uh, you're, you're, you, should, you should wear that as a badge of pride. <laughs> you don't know you don't know drinking terminology. Um, so yeah, so that means when you when you when you drink something. That, <laughs> so says the Gemara. The last two little sugis of brachas are pretty big, pretty packed. Of oh, the six barakas. It says if you drink water for thirst. Then you make a shahakal. Well, why else would you drink water? For an ingrown toenail? Like, what's, what's the... That's why you drink water, because you're thirsty, yeah? What are you excluding by saying if you drink water for thirst? This is excluding somebody who's choking on a piece of meat. If you drink water... To dislodge something like you're choking now. So let's say, let's say you, you would, you, I don't have a cup of water, you, you drink the water <coughs> to stop the choking, then you would not make a shahako. Another case of Khan Kiseumtsa, if you're taking Advil, if you're taking a pill. If you're taking a pill and you need some water to get it down, you would not make a bracha. Says the Gemara, the diak from this mission is actually a massive halacha. It's actually a massive halacha. That only when you're drinking water for thirst purposes do you need to make a shahakal. If you're drinking water for other properties of water, namely its ability to get something down your throat, a pill, a choking, then you do not make a bracha on it. And that is the Gemara. Now, says the Taisus and the Rush, this is limited to water. Because water, in and of itself, doesn't provide any hana. Water's not delicious. It's not geschmack to eat water. It, 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 it hydrates you. So, Aviva, you're thirsty, in as much as you're thirsty. So the water provides a service of quenching the thirst, so you make the shahakal. But once the water no longer quenches a thirst... You don't have to make a bracha mashain king, orange juice, or for that matter, cherry coke, is be'etzin delicious. And therefore, even if you're drinking the wine, cherry coke, orange juice for another reason, lemaisi your nana, so if you take a cup of soda to get down a pill, says Taisvis and the Rush, you need to make a shahako. And that's Taisis and the Rosh Hashita. 
Tesis and the Rosh Hashitas, if you're nana from something, even if you're even if it's not to drink, you still have to make a bracha on it. That is that is Tesis and the Rosh Hashita. Salt is water. Yeah. So less but less bamamish. Less bamamish. Even if you're like super thirsty, but you need to get a pill. No, that's that's Latsama. That's what's up. But you only you only take them for the pill. If you're super thirsty, it's let's up. I guess if you would have taken you have to look at Fractor Schlemizalman from a Rambam we learned a long time ago. The Gemara said in the second parak that a lady who is tasting soup, a lady is tasting soup, she's allowed to take a drink of the soup to taste if it needs a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper. She does not need to make a bracha. And the Rambam shita was, she was able to swallow. So fractured Shlame how do you reconcile these two things? Over here, we're saying that only water drank for an ulterior purpose is exempt from a bracha because there's no hana in water beside thirst quench. But any other drink, soup, orange juice, soda, that there is a side hana, even if it's not the purpose of your drinking it, you still need to make a bracha on it. Drinks and soup are not the same. One's a Michael, one's a... Okay, fine. Same, that doesn't change. So, Frank Dupshlem is How do you reconcile these two things? Aaron Gemara here is saying like this. Only water drank for an ulterior motive, like getting down a pillar, stopping a choke, doesn't have a bracha. But if a person drinks orange juice or soda to get down a pill, even though your motive in the drinking may be not for thirst quenching, maybe to get down a pill, it tastes good when you're taking the pill. And therefore you need to make a bracha. Really? So how come when the lady tastes the soup, how come when the lady tastes the soup, she, has, she doesn't have to make a bracha, even though in the Rambam Shita she has to swallow. Says Rav conclude from here that the Rambam argues on the Rosh and Taisus. And the Rambam holds that even if you're getting Hana from something, if the main purpose of you eating it or drinking it is not for thirst quenching, you do not need to make a bracha. And therefore, Again, we don't pass like the Rambam. The Rambam would hold, says Rosh if you take orange juice to get down a pill, you wouldn't make a shahakal. If you're drinking soda to get down a pill or to, get, to dislodge a choking thing in your throat, the Rambam would say you don't make a bracha. It works out gorgeous. Rosh Hashanah doesn't point this out, but it works out gorgeous. The Rosh is perfect, Lashitase. The Rosh, who over here says... Only water. Do you not make a bracha when you're doing it to stop choking or to get down a pill? But something that tastes good, you would have to make a bracha. The rush says, by the case of the soup, yeah, if the woman doesn't want to make a bracha, she's not allowed to swallow. She has to spit it out. So the rush, Lashitase, is mamish consistent. The rush is mamish consistent. The rush says, if you drink water, for an ulterior motive, so then you don't have to make a bracha, because there's nothing, there's no hana in water, 
And since you're not doing it for thirst quenching, you don't have to make a bracha. Any other food, orange juice, soup, any other food, soda, if you're drinking it for ulterior motive, you have to make a bracha. Even though the purpose you're drinking, lamaisi, your nana, it tastes good when it's going down. That's the same rush that says the heter to taste and not make a bracha is when you do not swallow when you spit it out. Mashenki in the Rambam, who learns, Mashenki in the Rambam, who learns that when you drink the soup, you don't have to spit it out, and you're still punter from bracha, says Roshem Azamun. You see from the Rambam that he learns that even if you do have hana from something, even if you have hana from something, since your motive in drinking it was not thirst quenching, you do not make a bracha. So according to the Rambam, I don't know if the Teimanish or go like this, according to the Rambam, if you take orange juice to take down a pill, you would not make a shahakal. The rush is never anything that you were going to swallow. You have to make a bracha. No, Hamal. The rush is saying that if someone's talking about that if there's no bracha, you have to spit it out. Before, 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 before. <laughs> so the Gemara says over there, Ma'ud Atema, I would have thought there is a hana, and you, you have to make a bracha. It's the hana. Lemaisitz, you know, one thing, you know, when you taste something and swish it around, you get a hana, even though there's not. When you wash your mouth out in the morning with water, you have to make a bracha. No, because that's water. But something else that there, some, something else there will be a food that you have hana from. I, I hear it's less fine. That gemar is less of a chiddush. Yeah, 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 yeah. But everyone makes shakal on gum nowadays. I don't know. But everyone does nowadays. Yeah. So basically, we have like two teams over here. The problem is the sefer called Megillah Sefer asks a plea on the Mishnah Brewer. The Mishnabura paskins both, and they're opposites. The Mishnabura on one hand paskins, the Mishnabura on one hand paskins, that if you take anything but water to stop choking or to take a pill, you have to make a shakal. The same Mishnabura paskins, if a lady's tasting the soup, even if she swallows, she shouldn't make a bracha. How do you reconcile those two? Meaning the, the shtickle of Hashem said that there's two teams. There's the Rosh who's consistent and there's the Rambam who says you're Pata from Bracha. The Mishnabura crosses the signals. The Mishnabura on one hand paskins if you, if you take anything, orange juice or soda, to take down a pill, you need to make a Bracha. Then how could that same Mishnabura paskin that a lady who tastes the soup doesn't have to make a Bracha? Whatever you're asking, we'll answer that also. But that is this Megillah Sefer. I don't know who the Megillah Sefer is. There's... Um, it's not the Mabit, obviously. The Mabit wouldn't ask a question on the Mishabura. Um, but the, the Mabit asks this as a stira in, in, in the Mishabura. And that's that. So the Lamaisa, bottom line, bottom line is with all the Shvarkat in the Mishabura, is if you take a pill and you take water to get down the pill, you do not make a bracha. If you take a cup of orange juice or soda to get down a pill, you have to make a shahakal. To make a shahakal. And now, if you want to be a firm guy, you can make a shahakal, drink the drink a little bit of the liquid soda, whatever, and then and then take the pill. Then like your mom is clean. Okay. Final sugya was a fascinating machlekas we had in the Mishnah between Rabtarfan and the Chachamim, what the bracha rishayna on water is. So the Ritva explains, 
the Ritva explains, why would, why would you not make a shahako on, on water? So the Ritva says, since there's absolutely no nutritional value to water, it doesn't deserve a bracha. So therefore, that's how the Ritva explains Ritar from Shita. Since it doesn't deserve a bracha, because there's no nutritional value, fine, at least you make a burn of fascists. The question then becomes, what bracha achreina does Reb Tarfin say you make on, on water? If you're making a bar nefashis for the bracha rishayna on water, then what bracha achreina do you make on water? So Yanki Shnor and Rabbi Yaina both say, that, oh, this is the shita that holds you wouldn't make any bracha on water. Meaning, if you hold, you're making a bar nefashas as a bracha rishayna on water, then there's, that's the shita, which is an official shita. We had it on Memdalad of Abayz. You don't make any bracha on on water. That said, the Rajma says, no, no problem. The Rajma says, <laughs> Tarfin holds, you make a bracha rishayna and the bracha achreina, a bar nefashas on water. The Rosh said, yeah, that's from Tarfin Shita. One last thing, and then we'll finish the Gemara. Rabbi Nissan Kaplan has a very, very lumdish eclair over here. When Rabbi Tarfin says, you make a Bayer Nefashas as a Bracha Rishayna on water, is that like Lecharchila, or is that like shoots? I have nothing else to say, like the Ritva sounded. Nafkamina is like this. Let's say you're sitting down, and this happens all the time. You're sitting down, you have a steak and a glass of water. So you could legitimately make a shahakal on the steak. Do you say, well, I made a shahakal on the steak and therefore the water is potter because really I would want to make that on the water? Or, Claire's missing, would Rabtarfin tell you, no, you have to make two brocharishainas. You make a shahakal on the steak and do not use the shahakal to potter the cup of water. Make a bar nefashas as a brocharishaina on the cup of water. It, it, what is the what is the so it's, so that's one side is is that taka is that taka the pasha the pshat in Tarfin that Tarfin holds like like the ritva sounds like I'm dying to make a shahako water I don't know if it's worthy but Baruch Hashem if I have a steak that allows me to make a shahako now in butter or is is Tarfin saying no the brachari shayna water is not a bayer nefashas is not a shahako and I don't care if you have some other hechtimta to make a shahako you do not make a shahako water. Curious, if I make a shahako on the steak I can not I not if the water even if it's not of course it is no because the shahako pater it's only when you make a mezuzah no but you let's say I'm sitting down a bag of potato chips and a cup of water I make a shahak on the cup of water. Do I make a hot dog on the potato chips? Yes. Fine. So here, if I make a shahak on the steak and I have another bracha to make, if the bracha on water would be a hadama, you'd make a hadama. If, if the bracha on water is a, a barn of ashes, you'd make a barn of ashes on the water. So that's from this is clear. Is, is the, is the barn of ashes a bracha on shahak as a like a last degree is like a, like you know last hope, like a last ditched effort. Or is it the That's the real bracha on water. Nafkeminis, if you're anyway making a shahakal. It's a great clear. Says the Gemara, this is such a good machlekes. <coughs> I don't really know how to paskin. I we rarely paskin like a Tarfin. Doesn't matter. Ah, Yochid Varab Malachram, doesn't matter. The Gemara really 
has no way to paskin this and sees it as two equal tzadim. Omalei rova barabchanan labai evamri lerub Yosef. Hilchas How do we paskin? What is the Rishayna word? I could see both tzadim equally, equally well. Omalei, he told him, I don't know. I don't have any svarah to tell you. I don't have any riot to tell you. I don't have any precedent to tell you. The only thing I can tell you is, Lemaise the Eilam is naik to make a shakal. Puk chazi, go out and look. My Ahmed Debar, what the outside people are doing. Some people are going to say, Ahmed Deber, but that's not Aramaic. Puk chazi, go and see my Ahmed Debar. What are the people outside doing? Go, go to a thing, go to the water fountain, and watch what people are saying. You'll see a hundred people are making a shackle, not one guy's making a brand of fashas. That's the halacha. I can't tell you why, but that's the halacha. Even Rabbanim. Even Rabbanim. That's a good kasha. That's a good kasha. In those days, there weren't so many Amarats. If three people eat together, they need to make a mezuman. Okay, so we'll stop here. We'll discuss Chazara next week. There is no, there is no Chabura tomorrow night or Sunday night. Mazel Tov Rabbi Yisai.